Hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Richard Carter, the Head of Assurance at Alan Gray. Richard, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great stuff. Um, we're talking about a very important thing. I mean, retirement um, savings and retirement planning and all of that is it's like almost like one of those issues in the industry that feels like we're just not getting it right. We're just not getting everyone to be able to retire with some sort of investment, etc. And this new change, regulatory change with regards to pension uh, funds and savings, the two-part system is sort of designed to hopefully solve some of that problem. So maybe you can just give us a recap as to um, what that two-part system is all about. Um, certainly, uh, and I think you you made a very good point in that introduction that we just seem to not be quite getting it right. You know, the the retirement system in South Africa works for some people, um, and there are a small minority, unfortunately, of people who you know save an adequate amount, who have you know been able to get a very good investment returns over a working lifetime, and who've then retired comfortably uh, with a really good pension, um, and have been well looked after in their retirement. And that's the the happy story. That's what we would want for you know many more South Africans. But unfortunately, you know that's scenario um, is, is unfortunately true for the minority. Um, and if one has a closer look, uh, you know, at what the pitfalls are um, and why uh, the, the, the system is just not producing good enough outcomes, you know, for the many, one of those key things um, is this thing called um, preservation and the fact that, um, you know, there, there's just too much leakage in the system, which essentially means benefits are being paid out along the way. Um, and as as your listeners will know, if if the money isn't left in the system, if it isn't given the time to compound, it can just never, um, you know, produce uh, the benefits um, and and the outcomes that we need. So so that's one that's one problem in the current system. And then. Really, I would say um, COVID brought the other issue to the fore, but actually it's an issue that's always been there. And that is that even though the system has this leakage, it doesn't always provide, um, you know, the appropriate benefits uh, when really needed. So if you fall on hard times um, in, in, for example, and your, your money is in an RA, or you fall on hard times, but, but you don't lose your job, uh, those would be two good examples. There's no benefit available. There's, there, there's nothing there. And the unfortunate reality is that many South Africans don't have other assets they can uh, turn to or, you know, uh, you know, how many people have, uh, you know, enough savings in a in a accessible uh, place where, you know, if something goes wrong, they've got a few months, um, you know, cash in a bank account that they can draw. And that's just that's just not the case. We could say, oh, you should, but <laughs> that doesn't make it so. Um, and so what we found is that a system that that really couldn't cope um, and and provide benefits to people in hardships, as I said, highlighted by COVID, and then also a system that's just not producing enough uh, for for people in retirement. Um, so the current round uh, set of changes was really an attempt to improve um, improve on this. Now I do like to say you you can't 
there's no magic wand. You can't um, just uh, have a system. It's not Father Christmas that's going to provide, you know, fantastic benefits in retirement, plus a buffer and an emergency if things go wrong, you know, plus um, all the risk cover for it's, 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 it. You can't, you can't make something out of nothing, but we can improve the system. And so what Treasury's um, initiative here is to say, let's at least um, try and divide the money into into two portions. Um, and it, it is actually more than two if you consider the money that's already in the system. But uh, for money going forward, mm-hmm. we'll um, you know, we'll put the larger share um, into into a ring fence section, uh, pot or portion, whatever you want to call it, which um, must be used for income in retirement. And then we can take this, the smaller share, the one third, um, and we can, you know, introduce some flexibility. You don't have to lose your job, um, for example, to, to access that money, but, you know, subject to some rules, you could get that on a more frequent and more flexible basis. So trying to improve the flexibility, trying to improve the retirement outcomes, um, that's what, what the aim is. So, um, you, uh, Alan Gray put out a bit of information um, on the two-part system, and um, you know, you made a few comments in there, but one of the things that you stated was you said, you know, the devil is in the detail, mm-hmm. and we know that the detail is not available yet. Um, what are the few things that you think in terms of detail that are sure. important for us to get clarity on? Yes. So so in the budget speech, for example, there were a few points that were um, sort of signposted. So those are clear areas, I'll, I'll mention them, um, where where we know that we don't have the final answer. But actually, what uh, even even beyond that, until we have um, clarity and we actually have legislation we can work with, um, you can't be 100 percent sure that there's nothing else. Right. Mm. So we need finalized legislation so we can you go ahead and say this is how it will be um, mm. and we can work with that and start implementing and building. The, the, the problem is until and I'll give you an example of something that we don't expect to be problematic. Right. Mm. We expect that the investment restrictions call it Reg 28, whatever you like, will that will apply equally to the two pots. And that um, there won't be any expectation that there are different investment restrictions to be applied to the two pots and, one, and that one can consider a member's account as a whole. Um, and that might seem like, oh, well, that's obvious. But until you've actually seen and read the wording of the final you know, legislation and finally what is going to be implemented, you can't just take something as simple as that for granted. So we really do need clarity um, of of the entire thing um, to make sure that's why when I was referring to the, the devil being in the detail, the areas that mm-hmm. they've signposted and said, look, this is what still going to change or where we're still going to get clarity. The first one was seeding. Um, and that's a key thing. You know, is there going to be leakage um, from the old system or bleeding from the old system into the new? Are we going to have to go into what's already been saved and make some of that available, um, uh, you know, mm. and make it more flexible? Uh, or can we just say that as at a certain date, everything that's been saved up to that point is under the 
what we currently know as the current set of rules, which is obviously cleaner and simpler for administrators. Um, but you can see that there's been a lot of pressure to provide some sort of seeding. And then exactly mm. how will that work? What will the requirements be? You know, how much mm. will get seeded? Will there be any mm. restrictions on the access to that seeded mm. money? Um, these are really important questions and, and ones that um, we need answers to. Um, mm. One that will affect many funds, um, no, you know, not a fund I'm in, uh, um, involved with, but still really important is the is the treatment of DB funds. You know, you can't you mm. can't define a benefit in terms of contributions in a DB fund. We all know those benefits are defined differently. So while you know it's easy to say, oh, this should apply to DB funds, it's a whole lot more tricky to get that right um, and to do that in a in a proper way. There's also legacy RAs, so RAs where the benefit isn't just simply you know contributions plus investment returns minus expenses. Um, mm. and there's cover involved, whether that be life cover, disability cover, etc. Um, and and potentially more complicated ways of of defining um, you know the the benefit to be paid. Those also need to be included and that's also tricky um, and then the, the last one which I you know we're hoping is not something um, that um, is going to be um, you know hitting us from day one and that is benefits on retrenchment so there's definitely been some calls that the that the benefits on retrenchment should be um, more generous um, and and allow some access to the to the so-called two-thirds you know that that could again introduce complexity um, and also could undermine the system. So it's something we we you know worried about, I would say. Um, but we need to see see what comes. So those would be the four areas that were signposted by Treasury B mm. as as things there where we're expecting some um, mm. yeah some more clarity. Yeah. So uh, I mean, if it all works out the way that it is planned, it could actually be a really good thing, not just in terms of people, um, more people having better retirement benefits, but also the fact that it will leave more savings money, so to speak, in the system. Yes, definitely. I mean, if this is done properly and if this is done well, that's the upside. So mm. if we just, and this is very loose numbers, but but if we just think that uh, what the average replacement ratio is at the moment, um, uh, that comes out of the system and and as i in indicated earlier for some people they get a really good pension for many they get don't even get close to the average but let's just say the average is something like 30 percent i mean one would hope that over you know many years that that could you know, almost double um and that we could see a system that rather than pay was paying out 30 percent was paying out let's say 60 percent of final salary as a pension that's a very meaningful pension and would make a massive difference uh, to to people, so so one would would hope to see a significant improvement, but gradually over the long term, um, in benefits paid out. I think for the, for that to be true, we'd also need to see you know some more stability in terms of the rules. You know, this is a major revamp of the system, um, and it comes you know fairly in in in. You know, fairly shortly after the last set of changes, um, and one hopes that we aren't, you know, sitting here a few years' time talking about the next set of changes, and then a few years later, the next again, um, because that introduces a lot of complexity. It, it, it that which is not just cost for providers; it's also uncertainty for members, and I think um, does erode the uh, confidence in the system um, and the ability of the system to produce 
you know, good outcomes. So we really need to make some big changes. We need to get them right. And then we need to resist the urge to keep tinkering. Well, at least yeah. that's my view. Yeah, no, absolutely agree with you on that. So taking all this into account, um, the, the uncertainty, but also the potential great benefits that comes from it, where does this leave advisors and their clients? Is there anything specifically that advisors should be doing now? Should they start talking to clients about this? Um, or should they just um, make sure that they stay informed themselves? You know, that's both a fantastic question and a very difficult question to answer, um, just given how varied people's circumstances are, um, the extent, you know, the advice that an advisor would give to one client and the next is going to be completely di different given um, given where those those clients are and what else is going on in their in their financial picture. So any answer I give is 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 broad and should be taken with a pinch of salt. But still, I'll give one or two thoughts. Um, you know, the first is financial advisors should have well thought through plans with their clients. Um, and I don't see uh, um, superficially at least that the two-part system changes anything in other words clients need to be um you know considering the various uh, benefits and risks that they're you know that they that they are preparing for there needs to be a plan and they need to be working towards that retirement obviously being one of the biggest um, and that continues that doesn't go away um the fact that the system and the rules in the system will change and and some access you know, hopefully will be provided in future and maybe there'll be, you know, less ability to um, to take the money out prior to retirement. That shouldn't change the basic fact, which is we need to save for retirement. Uh, we need to invest that money wisely. Uh, we need to plan for the future. None of that changes. Um, so, so on one level, you could say, well, not much changes. I do think, though, um, a thought that that is important to to some clients at least is to, is to think that the retirement system can change. It can change in future, um, and you can't assume. Especially, imagine you were you were quite young and you're going into the system now. You don't know what the system will look like on your retirement. You don't know what changes are still to come. And so, while you want to take advantage of, for example, the tax benefit, um, maybe a thought is that not everything needs to be inside the retirement system, and you need to consider your your saving for the future. Some of it being within that system and taking full advantage of it and some of it being outside that system um, and maybe not getting those same tax benefits but maybe having you know the benefit of control and flexibility that's an example of something an advisor would weigh up but i certainly wouldn't do anything knee-jerk like for example say oh no i'm not going to put any money into the system i'm going to keep it all discretionary um, because i want the flexibility i think that would be you know an overreaction um, and I would also just say that these changes are, um, even though we're, you know, there's a lot of talk about a very soon implementation, they're going to take a while to implement, the system is going to take a while to to be changed, and there's still there's, there's still time, so, so keep your eye on things, um, because we're certainly not, not done yet. Mm, absolutely. Richard, thank you so much. That was um, very, very interesting, and yeah, just one of those things in the financial services industry that um, uh, keeps us on our toes and makes sure that we advise our clients properly. So thank you very much for your input on that. As always, it's a pleasure chatting to you. So thank you.